pre-W. Smith Show with Jeff Sloan, ahead of the Paul W. Smith Show at 6 on 760 WJR. All right, welcome back. Well, we all know prices are higher these days on everything. Well, you know what? Including on pet food, dog food in particular. We've got Benji Jones. He's a reporter for Vox. He's just published a story in Vox called Why Pet Food is So Doggone Expensive. Well, we want to know. Tell us, Benji. Yeah, so the disclaimer is that I have a dog, so this is a very personally irrelevant story, and I got into it because I was finding myself paying $300, $400 a month on pet products, including dog food and treats and so forth. And when I started looking into this, I realized a lot of my assumptions about pet food were actually wrong. So I think one of the big ones is that because pet food is made with animal quote, byproducts, that it would be super cheap because these are things that you might otherwise throw away. And that's anything that's not the muscle part of an animal, essentially. So things like liver and spleen and so forth. And I thought these were kind of like trash products. But in reality, these kind of byproducts can be expensive themselves. And there actually are markets for these products in other countries. And as a result, there's actually a very valuable market for quote, animal byproducts. So it's not like these are just like trash products going into our pet food. So that's one part of the story. And that's an important distinction. That's a really important part of it, because a lot of us do think, look, you throw the stuff away anyway. You know, why do we need to pay more for it now that you're, you know, you're putting it into the dog food, but why pay more? So I'm glad you made that distinction. Yeah. And and I will just add, there's a product called Pizzle, also known as a bully stick that is... Um, yes. Yes. I think, yes. We, we don't even need to go further into what part <laughs> of ana- anatomy that yes. is. But suffice to say, you don't want that stuff going into your, uh, you know, your, your burger, that's for sure. <laughs> yes. So it is the... It is a um, basically a private parts of yes. bulls. I'm sorry, I did go there. You but, did. You c- um, you couldn't help yourself. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I couldn't help myself because my dog is obsessed with them. And as as many dog owners will know, they're extremely expensive. You're paying like fifteen or twenty dollars for a single one of these things. And and again, they're they're quote byproducts, but they are a high value piece of meat. And there are only there's only one of them per animal. And so there are kind of these hidden reasons why these these byproduct meats can be so expensive. So one issue is that these animal byproducts can actually be expensive themselves. So that's one issue. And then another reason is that even though a bag of pet food, like kibble, or even a wet dog food might seem like very basic and like very cheap food. And it seems like a single ingredient almost like you know, what those little brown pellets, they don't look like much, they certainly don't look tasty. But in one of those little pellets is actually a very complex set of ingredients. And that's because dogs and cats need to be able to eat only those food only that kibble and survive. So it's the complete nutrition for an animal in the same way that infant formula is the complete nutrition for an infant or soylent or other products right. might be the complete nutrition for humans. Right. And that just requires pretty complex engineering to create those ingredient lists. And not only does it need to be the complete nutrition, it also needs to last for a very long time because a lot of pet parents are not super good at making sure they are preserving their foods appropriately. And it also needs to be edible for dogs and not smell so bad for humans. And so all of which is to say there is a very complex equation that goes into kibble, even though it looks very basic, and that complexity comes at a cost. But Benji, that complexity has always been there. I mean, five years ago, that complexity existed. And before then, Mm -hmm. you know, so that didn't change. 
Yes. What changed that made our dog food so doggone expensive? <laughs> so, okay, that's a great question. Yes. So there are Teed me up for that one nicely. I love <laughs> yes, I love it. It's a good title. All right, go ahead. So one reason is the pandemic, right? So the pandemic has boosted prices for a lot of different foods. Dog food and cat food is no exception. A couple of years ago, during the initial outbreaks of COVID-19, we saw a lot of lockdowns within meatpacking plants, and it forced those meatpacking plants to close. As a result, many farms had to euthanize a lot of their animals because there wasn't the supply chain to get them to market. And as a result, it basically shrunk the amount of meat going into the supply chain. And that caused cost to increase just simply because there was essentially a squeeze in the supply chain. So that's part of it. The pandemic has definitely played a role. We also know now inflation more broadly is affecting all kinds of consumer goods and food is up there. And dog and cat food is against popular belief. It is made of food. So ingredients are just getting more expensive. So part of it is a pandemic. Part of it is inflation. And then I think it is really important to also mention that people have an increasingly intimate relationship with their pets. Yes. Part of that is because we are at home more thanks to the pandemic, but also we are just treating our animals less like backyard dogs and cats and more like members of our family. And so we are willing to invest in their well-being and we are very susceptible to marketing by a lot of these pet food companies that are selling things like raw food or grain-free food, we will pay a premium to make sure that our pets, our family members are treated well. And that is a very, very core reason why pet food is expensive. And it's basically that companies can, can charge. Right. And of course, the key dynamic at play here is the basic supply and demand dynamic. You have a limited supply. For that limited supply, you increase demand. All of a sudden, prices go up. Simple as that. And really, the pandemic teed up inflation to be a factor right now in two ways. One, you mentioned on the supply side, you've made that clear, but also on the demand side, as you've also just made clear, people willing to spend more, people willing to buy more, spend more for their pets because we continue to make them a more important and central part of our lives. But also during the pandemic, there was this huge rush to adopt pets. You mentioned 23 million American households, one in five adopted a dog or cat during the pandemic. And that Drove up the demand. There we go. Rising prices. Exactly. It's safe to say the market for pet products is booming. It's also worth mentioning that just a handful of companies control a huge percentage of the market. And when you have fewer companies, that's less competition, which means that they can get away with driving prices higher and higher. And so there is... I don't want to go as far as saying it's a monopoly, but it's certainly true that a very small number of pet companies control the majority of the market. Yes. And so it begs the question, is this a kind of a, you know, momentary snapshot in time as it relates to increased costs, like a lot of things in life these days, inflation being the major factor that it is broadly? Or are there things on the horizon that you see being done about this or trends occurring now that start to reverse this condition? Yeah. So I do think that there are some of what we've talked about is temporary. So COVID-related issues in the supply chain, to some extent, inflation more broadly. And I also think we're not going to see the same boom of pet purchasing or pet adopting that we saw during the pandemic. So we could see a little bit of an ease in that from that sense. But I do think that there's this broader trend of people caring more about the health of their pets. And so I think the trend is that we are going to see more and more expensive foods. It's just a question of how fast that the prices are going to go up. Yeah, Benji, you got to stop spending all that money on the pizzle. (laughs) 
<laughs> Look, I it would you help us all. My, you got to tell my dog that. You got to tell my it dog. It would help that. us all if you stopped overspending <laughs> on the pizzle. All right, there we go. There, there's the solution we're looking for. Listen, Benji, good story, great story. We appreciate you bringing it to us, and uh, just another factor in life that we're having to deal with these days as a result yes. of rising costs and the ugly inflation has brought upon us. All right, thanks for being on, Benji. Thanks so much for having me. Always happy to talk about Pizzle. <laughs> okay, we'll call on you for Pizzle, and frankly, in the future, a lot more than that. We love having you on, Benji Jones. You're a reporter for Vox. Great job. We appreciate you being on. Take care. Thank you so much. All right, thanks, Benji. All right, and on that note, we're going to head out to a break, but back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show. <laughs> 